Welcome to Chaos Divided, your weekly dose of Wholesome Hammer, where we explore the hobby, the game, and the lore of Warhammer 40k. We're your hosts, Nurgle Snurgle and Blushing Noise Marine. This week, we're talking about how to build an army, from the road to your first 2,000 points, to some of the things to consider when starting a second army, and how to build out a larger collection. It's time for some Warhammer Nomics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we're proud to partner with Inclusive Financial Planning for this episode of Chaos Divided. Now, there's not a lot of economics quotes for Warhammer, <laughs> so I figured. What, what were you searching? What <laughs> keywords? I was trying to find like log- like a like a guard quote or something about like the importance of logistics at least, and everything was just like more tanks. So that was the closest <laughs> I got, and I was like, well. The other thing is, like, knowledge is power, maybe. So uh, we're going to go with an Azak Araman quote, which is, the only good is knowledge and the only evil is ignorance. And that's from the novel The Thousand Sons. Mm -hmm. It's close. I don't know. The more you know, the better, I guess. Reading is fundamental. I don't know. I'm I'm pulling in straws here. Who are the math geeks in Warhammer? Definitely the Thousand Sons. <laughs> they like, especially in the Heresy, like they're all like the enumerations and they're all like, we have to take very like, there's like almost like a, a mathematical quality to their rituals. They're, they're big nerds. So they'd be good at Excel sheets in today's age. I'm pretty sure Azagarman is like uh, an Excel <laughs> overlord. He, he's, he, he knows how to use VLOOKUP without checking again now i want that to be an army <laughs> it is the thousand sons are an army There's... well i mean like a modern thousand days sons thousand thousand sons as uh today's age like at a computer at like a cubicle at like <laughs> i mean that does exist but they they run predator drones so okay, it's a sure. little bit of a <laughs> we're getting a little off topic already you get a little dicey <laughs> Or if we get shut down, it was the Department of Homeland Security in the States. They found us. Because we're talking Um, about cubicles? (laughs) Because we're talking about math nerds doing war. Uh. (laughs) That's, you know, we're getting getting a WikiLeaks soon. Um, But first off, I wanted to thank everyone who has joined us on this journey over the last few weeks. Uh, We're both incredibly touched by how many of you are tuning in and getting excited for each episode. Truly, thank you all. It's been pretty incredible watching uh, some of the growth that we've been seeing and how many new people Mm -hmm. are listening in. And just uh, we've been at this for a few months now. And it's it's startling how many of you are tuning in each week. And just from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thank you. Hi, new people. (laughs) No, it's, it's it's been a blast. Like we've talked about it several times, where we we come to the mics and it never feels like a job. It never feels like it. Just we look forward to it every single week, and we do love the feedback that we've been receiving. And uh, we continue thinking of you guys. And this is for all of you that enjoy it week by week. It's a, it's definitely one of the top points of my week every week. So yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you all. Uh, now to get into some more hammernomics. So I'm, I'm a little worried because I'm a bit of a finance nerd. So I feel like we're, I'm getting my, uh, my other hobby out of the, out of the. You're worried. I'm worried. You're. Um, so whether you're just joining the hobby or you've been playing since Rogue Trader, there's something that we've all got to contend with, which is that this ain't 
cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, no matter what faction you play, it's not cheap, but there are definitely some factions that are maybe a little rougher on the old pocketbook than others. Looking at you, uh, guard and gene stealer cults. What would you say is like an entry amount that someone would probably spend for those armies? Yeah, I think you're you're over a thousand even to get two thousand points, thousand dollars. Now I will say Canadian. we're we're going to be talking <laughs> Canadian dollars, so like, yeah. um, you know, Do take like twenty percent <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> Uh, if you're American, take like 30% off if you're British, and if it's Euro, it's around the same point. Thanks, Brexit. Um, but if you're Australian, don't you 2.5 times 2.5? I don't think it's that bad, but it's a it, yeah. They're like 20% more, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think you're definitely over a thousand bucks to build a guard army of like I, like any type of <laughs> Like competency, like I don't even know if you can build a two thousand point guard army without spending a thousand bucks on models. Yeah, alone. Like I, I don't even think you. Like even if you bought a bunch of big stuff, like and I'm talking like buying a bane blade, like and and then trying mm. to fill everything else out around that. Like I'm not saying building a good list, even like I, I think you're close to a thousand bucks for for a guard army. I think gene sealer cults are worse. Ooh. Uh, Tau are rough as well. What do you think's the cheapest? I think custodies are like one of the cheapest. Mm-hmm. Space Marines are usually cheaper because you can get so many like bundles with them. I know Tyranids used to be rough. Um, I think they, because of all the new monsters and everything now, it's a little bit better. I'm surprised by that. Because before I got into the hobby, um, Blood God had a bunch of bits. He he had some Tyranids. And I noticed there was a ton of Tyranid bits. Lots of arms, lots of like, um, not so much the bodies, but lots of guns and stuff like that. So I'm surprised. They used to be very much a horde army. So you would have yeah. to buy a lot of kits. And they like, Termagants and Hormagants are not a lot of points. It's kind of okay. it's the same issue as guard, okay. where it's like a lot of low point um, models, mm-hmm. and like they're not any cheaper. Like a box of Space Marines, you know, is the same as a box is not or sorry, not that much more than a box of Guardsmen, and you've got like a hundred and fifty point difference. Mm-hmm. So, like um, like cultists, Chaos Cultists are not that much cheaper than Legionaries and. You know, that's a that's a hundred and forty five point difference between those two kits. And I think they're ten dollars difference. I I'd be interested to see like a, a tier list or a chart of how much does it cost per faction for two thousand dollars. Or sorry, two 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 thousand points of that army. I think um there's only a few you can get to in under like five hundred dollars US now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I we're think, talking about just from GW, no, yeah, obviously three third parties. Um, like I think you can do it with Space Marines if you get creative. I think you can do it with Custodes, and mm-hmm. you might be able to do it with Knights. 
Mm-hmm. Some of the big knights, and like there is some like value bundles with them, where you can kind of like um, what is it the two? Um, I was just looking at it. The chaos one is like two war dogs and a big knight, and it's like mm-hmm. three hundred bucks Canadian if you can still find one kicking around. Um, Do you think if people knew the price of what a faction would cost, they would? that would alter their decision. I mean, I think we, you get into it in like pieces, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I was able to, this was using a, a discounted site. When I started my Empress children, I bought 2000 points and I spent 600 bucks buying it. I think with a 15% discount. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't even necessarily the most point efficient way of doing it. Mm-hmm. So Chaos Space Marines, I think, are close on, like, being able to be bought cheaper. Um, Demons, you might be able to pull off with some of the, like, some stuff is, like, middle of the road, but they're cheaper kits. Like, the greater demons are so expensive. They are. And if you do go the other route, it's going to be, like, the guard thing where there's going to, you're going to need a lot of models. Like, it kind of turns into a horde. Yeah, I guess I was thinking of some of the, like, mid-sized, like, corn stuff, and Zinch has some, mm-hmm. like, middle-of-the-road. Nurgle does, too. Like, Beasts of Nurgle. True. Very true. Um, well, but Beasts no, of Nurgle are the most expensive <laughs> per model. It's I was going to say, what now? It's, like, $55, I think, now. When they were more points, it made more sense. Yeah. Now they're, uh... Now they're not so great, but, um... Mm-hmm. I think that's what you see but, a lot of Custodes players now because it's a cheaper army to get into. Yeah. Um, to kind of foreshadow, I have 18 Beast of Nurgle. They are not all from GW, and I'll share some tips and tricks to make it cheap. <laughs> and there are, like, legal ways of getting there cheaper, too. It's not just, like, <laughs> going on the dark web or anything. Um, oh, what? <laughs> So there's some basic ideas that can help you guide you when it comes to, mm-hmm. to making your purchasing decisions. So, of course, keep to a budget. And that's like, you know, it can get exciting, especially like building your first army. You're like, yeah, I just mm-hmm. want 2000 points like today. I want to like get there. Um, but like the the models you buy, once you've bought them, are not worth as much if you want to trade them or sell them again. So make sure you're like ready to make that purchase and that you're like committed to what you're buying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, adding to, to that pile of shame or that pile of opportunity mm-hmm. might feel exciting in the moment, but it's not a, it's not easy on the wallet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You have to know what your budget is for this hobby for sure. Because it, it can just sweep you under a rug. Like, it just comes out underneath you. And before you know it, you've got a lot of models. <laughs> right. But I, I, I'm interested more, I guess, because you bought a lump sum. I don't think I've ever bought, like, something that's over $500 lump sum of models. I was more of, like, a gradual buy. I think some people might find themselves that way as well, where they buy a model here, bottom buy a model there so what do you think is better to buy as a group i think so that's how i built my tau was like more like buying over time Mm -hmm. um 
for the for my emperor's children i wanted to just kind of have that 2000 point base mm-hmm. um and as we talked about on a previous episode i'm pretty good at getting things built and at least battle ready mm-hmm. um <laughs> so they don't tend to just like sit in boxes um so it's yeah for me i was comfortable doing that because i knew i would get it on the table mm-hmm. and i had kind of a goal so like i had that on the table within six weeks of receiving it um impressive it wasn't all battle ready by that point but it was at least built and on a base and um had been primed and i was working away at um getting it painted Mm -hmm. so i knew i could do that um but i did also make some mistakes like i definitely bought like i got really excited by chaos bikers and i have nine of them and there's almost (laughs) no situation where I would use nine anymore. Um, oh, what's was there a time that you did? I used them a few times. Okay, so in ninth edition, you could give them that <laughs> minus one to wound uh, relic. Okay, and they were tough five, which in ninth edition oh. was quite a big deal. Um, so they were actually really hard to shift, and if you had nine of them, they would just like sit and take up like almost a table corner. You couldn't get past them. Um, mm-hmm. So they would like They're completely choke up. Yeah, and they move 14 inches. You could auto-advance yeah. them 6 inches. So they move 20 inches and would just yeah. like sit there. And a lot of armies could get past them. So, Did you take a lot fun. of engage? <laughs> um, well, it was hard to get them like actually in a table quarter. Because mm-hmm. the bases are so big on them. They like almost take up the whole table quarter when they're like spread out. Yeah. Um, but it was it was fun to play them that way. It wasn't necessarily good to play them that way, but it was fun, and that was what counted. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I, and like since then, I've added on to that army. Obviously, I've bought new models, mm-hmm. so like I haven't done like a big bulk buy since. Um, but yeah, it definitely. I like thought about it for almost two months. Like I had like built a lot of like fake lists and like tried to figure out like okay, what exactly do I want to get out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you discovered your commitment to it. Yeah. Like I, I, I spent some time thinking about it. It wasn't like a like Saturday morning I decided I'm gonna buy this army and then Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. I placed the order. Yeah. Cause like I I guess where we're coming from is and why we're talking about this, at least where I'm coming from, is some concern for some people. Like I I don't want people to overspend in this hobby like find your comfort zone because like i said it can get away from you like if you I've, I've seen it with some people where it's like the rent's coming but they they really want that new model and it's like yeah. you, as a friend i'm gonna have to tell you you should probably like worry about your rent <laughs> like, i care about you well and i think like it's a new edition people are excited mm-hmm. and i and there's new people coming in so like i think it's really timely to be talking like how to do this in maybe a smarter yes. way so you don't like yeah because the money side will burn you out yes and yeah and we definitely don't want to see any of that like you don't need to be like you know stressing yourself out through the rest of your life over your or hobby crippled. yeah yeah um and like you know the warhams will wait while you like will always be there exactly and we'll welcome you back with open arms 
and as we're going to talk about later, there is some like cheaper ways of getting in and getting to still play mm -hmm. and not like absolutely blowing the bank. Yep. Um, the thing that I think is really important, and this is, there's always the temptation to chase the meta, mm -hmm. but buy models you love. Mm -hmm. And that is uh, hard to follow sometimes, but like follow what you love, follow what you think is cool. Like if you're going to buy a model, it's got to be like, you're going to want to paint it and like love it and have it on the table and be excited about it. Not just oh. like some but competitive if, list but what if all models are cool and i love all models well that's when you're addicted um as i think <laughs> oh, okay. we as uh two hosts of a warhammer podcast maybe we might follow that uh category a little, mm -hmm. a little uh, you're like rubbing your face and like who that's me that's shame <laughs> do i is it <laughs> Am I the problem? Is it me? I don't think I'm the problem. <laughs> uh, but no, you know, make sure like make sure you're like committed to it. You're not just buy, um, buying the model because you like think it's going to be good on the table. Because rules change, and yep. buying models for rules is like a fool's errand. Yeah, like the a model's rules will change within two months. Like, I'm sorry, anyone who has bought, you know, is trying to like Scouts? track down something. <laughs> I don't know. You could almost <laughs> like, you know, how you can tell the meta right now? You just go on the GW store, and if it says yeah. currently not available, it's probably on the top of the meta. So, mm, yeah, we know some folks do that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, like, if you love the lore, like. I have talked about Lucius so many times and like through ninth, he was not a great model, but I love, I love my Lucius and I bring him out mm -hmm. as much as I can. Like have that like love for the character, have the love for the model. And then like, no matter what happens with the rules, you're never going to feel like salty about mm -hmm. having it be part of your collection. Exactly. So, you know, that goes back to like, you know what, there's factions that are more expensive than others, but like, if you really love them, then like it's gonna be worth your time. Like we had um, Mike on a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. and he loves Admech. He loves Mars. <laughs> he loves every bit of it. So like it doesn't matter what's going on with the rules. He still mm -hmm. loves those models, and you know the game will change around him. But you got that love. Yep. Like love will yeah. stay. I will uh, stand my Emperor's children until they get a Codex Games Workshop. Yeah. I got Nurgle, but I like Chaos Undivided sometimes. <laughs> but I think, like, uh, can, can we talk about your uh, your new uh, appreciation for Slanesh? I feel like it's coming. It's always been there. It's, uh, but it's coming I've out. Always, <laughs> I've hidden it sometimes. I've always adored Slanesh. You're, yeah, but you're not, you're, you're Nurgle Snurgle, you're not Slanesh Snowlesh, like. <laughs> I'll always be Nurgle Snurgle, but sometimes I'll have my toes in different ponds. For those of you that watched the Rats Reach stream, there was a, a certain love for uh, a monarch of the hunt that I think is uh, leading you down a dark path. Shalaxi? Shala that's, that's, that's their title, is the monarch yeah. of the hunt. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Beautiful. See? It's it's infecting you. You're getting there. 
Oh, I've already got like plans to Ooh. paint one because I have a shellaxi. I mean, I might have also just gotten a shellaxi. I know, and I want to paint yours. I was going to uh, ask you to paint, so. Okay, can, I, can we do a, can we do a sidebar for a second? I just want to give it a, a share an idea. I really want to do like a an um, Mardi Gras shellaxi, but like Ooh. grim dark. And if I can like learn how to like paint lace, oh, that that's like my a, new challenge. Like a Mardi Gras <laughs> the uh, the day after. <laughs> yeah, no, like in the the middle of the night, like it's like. 3.30 in the morning, and it's like spooky time. I love it. <laughs> it's time to... Yeah. <laughs> and this is, But you know what? This isn't a sidebar, because this is what we're talking about. Like, that idea is like a love of the model itself. Yes, it doesn't matter yeah. what happens with, like, the rules. Like, that is a story, that is a theme that you can, like, always feel good about. Mm-hmm. And, like, yes. that's what counts. I'm sure a lot of the listeners just heard that love. <laughs> right yeah like i had a whole thing about talking about necrons no we're talking about love of shellaxi right now that is way more interesting <laughs> tell me why you love shellaxi oh I, I like her um her precision, her precision. <laughs> <laughs> i saw what she did to two screamer killers at the same time <laughs> you were like mm, interesting ah that's what a shellaxi does oh you're like okay. what Great, and clean ones have strength eight swords. That's silly. <laughs> Shalaxi is awful. Yeah, and really fast, and just so so good. Yeah. For and all the roles, she she definitely got. They definitely got uh, Shalaxi's right. Chaos divided hot take. Shalaxi best best model on the table. In the game. Fight me better than a wraith knight. <laughs> Less likely to be nerfed than a Wraith Knight as well. <laughs> um, but she needs to be with her boo, Bellacor, because he, like, shields her from all the gunshots, and then he teleports her. I don't know, I've said this good luck. Uh, I played a, a tournament last weekend, um, and a land raider full of Abaddon is also a really difficult target to, uh, to choose mm. between, and Shalaxia doesn't get shot at that often when there's something scarier coming even yeah. faster. So Do you go after the king or the queen? Right. <laughs> but you should always go after the queen because she will snipe you. <laughs> there was she, I was I was giving some hard up. choices to people. It was it was That's maybe mean, list. but it was also fun. Um and yeah, when you're I guess to get back on topic, we're yes, talking about okay. Warhammer Nomics, not just like <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about Warhammer novice, we're also talking about Warhammer. Um, mm -hmm. It's always great to look for some great good deals. Um, I mean, if you follow, if you watch any content content creator that you're usually listing to some type of a discount site in your region. So like mm -hmm. um, finding the place, there's a few in Canada, there's many in the States, there's many in England throughout the world um, where you can get like, 10-15% off. Usually it's a bigger order, but um, it doesn't take a lot to get to a bigger order of Warhammer. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, if people are selling used models, you know, you can always uh, 
turn somebody else's pile of shame into your pile of opportunity. Yes. And you know what's interesting is how far models can go. I'm going to tell a little story. Uh, we have a friend who was from Alberta, Matt. Hi, Matt. Um, he... How did he get it? He somehow got a model from Jay. Like, it was just, like, passed down from other people to other people, and uh, they got together, and and Jarrett was looking at the models, and he goes, where'd you get that? <laughs> and that's like, I got it from so-and-so. And Jarrett's like, I painted that. <laughs> wow. So there's, like, you gotta think how many models are in circulation now through buy and sell. Like, it's almost like money now. <laughs> Well, I know, like, um, people aren't, like, uh, where we live, like, people drive a few hours for a good deal. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, Or you they'll know. ship them across the world. Like, it's... Yeah. I, I think it's super cool. And I think that's why one of my giveaways is the, the Great and Clean one. This is going to be a, a past giveaway. It's already done. But I wanted to, like, give one of my models to someone so that it's somewhere in the world. Was it the one that was on your head? No, not that one. That one stays. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a mini great unclean one. So um, Jared pur purchased this 3D printed great unclean one. I guess talking about economics, we will also be very wary where you get some of your 3D printed models because you may get a misprint and we got a misprint. And it uh, he thought yeah. it was going to be like a giant Kugos great unclean one and it ended up being like demon print size <laughs> like it's on a 50 mil maybe 60 mil base but yeah it's <laughs> i love it so it's, I, it's, it's a moderately unclean one exactly half a clean one <laughs> <laughs> a, a slightly unclean one so i i painted it while i was watching heroes brush hour and i thought it would just be a perfect gift for my um uh, celebration of like the 7,777 followers. It's just perfect Nurgle. It, it doesn't mean much to me because it is a misprint and it was just um, something fun to paint and I just want to gift that to, to someone. So yeah, like there's a lot of models that will circulate this community. Well, and it, you know what? That model probably means more to you now having given it away than mm -hmm. it did just owning it. Yeah, for sure. You got to share the Warhammer love yeah, and now you I have to part with it. <laughs> yeah. Spread the love like a disease. Oh. Yeah, I'm a oh. Nurgle. <laughs> I know what that disease is. Um, but it's true. There's definitely, there's always great options out there. And there are value packs. You know, we're, we're just coming into 10th. The Leviathan box set is, you know, a discount. Um, oh, but heavily, like what was it tyranids has 47 models on the tyranid side like it's and i think the point value is higher on the space marine side it on, is yeah like i think the space marine side like, is almost um a thousand points yeah and when you think about it uh a primark or a big demon is like 180 bucks for a single model yeah and you get everything else that comes in it so like you know value is relative Games yeah. Workshop is not, you know, not the cheapest uh, thing to buy yeah. uh, products from. So, DW, if you want to put out a Greater Demon box with a bunch of them for a discount, yeah. 
<laughs> I'm sure you'll get lots of clientele. Um, but and even looking at like uh, the combat patrols, which we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about more, uh, the boarding patrols were like a huge discount on some mm-hmm. like um, I think the Chaos Space Marine one was like the, with Abaddon. Yeah, it was like 800 points worth of models for like mm-hmm. not a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And like, so those things come out, you know, not infrequently. Um, you know, any of those box sets are discounts that are worth looking at, especially like mm-hmm. it's sometimes tough because they don't always line up with every faction. Like the um, the holiday ones last year, I think they only did eight of them. So, mm. you know, some you got to kind of keep an eye out for them. Um, but yeah, if there is any type of value pack or like, there is some like bigger army builder packs. They're not the easiest to find. Cause I don't think GW keeps them stocked all the time. Um, and if you're playing something like demons, they tend to like be a little more like mono God than you might want them to be. Yeah, for sure. Looking at you, combat patrol, chaos demons, <laughs> combat patrol, corn. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I feel like we're looking at a carrot on a stick because it's like, oh, but the rest will come out. No. But when? (laughs) You've got your combat patrol. (laughs) You will get no more. (laughs) Corn. I love corn. (laughs) Poor corn. Always so angry. I hope you you got that reference. I know someone did. <laughs> That's listening. There's this chat. There's there's this kid. It's a meme. He is at a fair and like the news reporter is asking him what he's eating. He's, he's eating corn, and he t- tells the reporter how much he loves corn. Are you talking about the viral sensation corn that like yes. videos that went on for like six months? Yes. Yeah, I don't <laughs> okay. think anyone missed that one. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> well, I just found out like a year or two ago. Maybe last year. It's not so old it is. It's it's not that oh. old. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm hip, I'm cool. with everyone else. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Move on. <laughs> Uh, well, I love corn. <laughs> we're gonna take a moment to talk about this episode's sponsor now, which is not corn. No, it's not. Uh, yes, so yes, we'll take this moment. Uh, okay, whether you're figuring out your hobby budget or tackling bigger financial concerns, we can all use a little help bit of help from time to time inclusive financial planning is an advice only financial planner which means they don't sell financial products they work directly with their clients to provide holistic financial advice no matter your financial situation inclusive financial planning is there to help answer your questions reduce your financial stress and let you feel better about your financial future you can find them at inclusive fp dot com well said. speaking of combat patrol <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a very serious episode i can oh. tell <laughs> sorry sponsor <laughs> sorry. Um, 
thank you. Uh, but uh, yeah, talking about a uh, combat patrol, um, especially now, I think the combat patrols are actually a really great way to get a playable force uh, because they're self-contained. Like you don't have mm-hmm. to try and like build a list out of them. They are a list themselves. So, you know, they're not necessarily all tuned to 500 points, but um, they are all tuned to fight against each other. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're looking at like, you might not necessarily in a 2000 point army want every single unit that's in a combat patrol, but it does give you a way to play Warhammer while you're building everything else out. Mm-hmm. And they're not super expensive. Yeah. Within the context of Warhammer, they are expensive, but everything in Warhammer is expensive. <laughs> Yeah. But if you just want to get something on the table and, like, see if you even like it, it's a much lower barrier to entry than, like, even getting 500 points in 9th edition was. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I've always looked at Warhammer as an investment. Like, I get more from it than just plastic toys that go on the table. It's my therapy. It's my memories. It's my joy. And you can't really put a price on that, so... It, it that's that's why we are saying to to love a model is mm. because that's the real value in Warhammer. It's true. Like the you know, I still have my Tau Army. I don't play them really anymore. Um, but I have all the memories that come with it. And you know, we've mm-hmm. talked about like floor hammer before. Like without that Tau <laughs> Army, I didn't. You know, there's no floor hammer. There's no playing with cardboard boxes. There's no like. Um, keep you, you know, noises <laughs> all of the uh, the railguns they're silent they're just magnets are they really? yeah so you don't even know when you get hit by a railgun yeah there's no explosion it's like a magnet that like fires them ouch yeah it's, it fires it faster than the speed you're of- talking to me like I would know what guns do I, I'm teeth and claws we've teeth and talked claws. about railguns <laughs> Or has a ranged attack. You know what guns are. His is more like a spit. <laughs> I thought he made your shadow kill you or something. I thought that was his thing. My shadow kill me. Bellicor, isn't it like... Uh, yeah, I thought it was like your shadow tried to kill you was the, the way his... It's like a psychic power. Oh. That's what his gun is now. Because psychic powers are guns, I guess. He, his shadow. No, I thought... His- uh, no, his psychic power is like the thing he's attacking. Their shadows try and kill them. Oh. He's your, you know. use them. All I'm thinking is new Cybot now. <laughs> like, is Bellicor's gun a shadow? I'm so well, it's, lost. It's like a psychic. Because <laughs> in, in that, 10, that makes... there's no psychic phase. So the like psychic powers are like guns. Oh, that's what I'm saying. But like, that's does it come joke. from his finger? Like, I don't know where it comes oh, from. I'm sure he points. He just like points at you, and then your shadow stabs you. Oh. I don't know. Oh. We're getting off topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just watching Bellacord. <laughs> you're, you're mad. You're, you're so mad I'm at him. Mapping. You forgot how he works. <laughs> You know, like you don't. Did you, uh, he didn't get his marks in the errata? Did you I notice? I saw that. Why are we? Why'd you bring that up? <laughs> I got me all riled up. I yeah yeah. 
I saw the errata. You know, I went to that section first thing. You know, I'm looking for Bellacor. Also, that was my first. I was like, they must have fixed him. No, they didn't. They didn't hear my whimpers. I'm, I'm aghast. I'm agog even. I know. They get, they they even remember to give the burning chariot fly, but not Bellacor. That you know what that means though. That means they intended that. They were just like hmm, uh, Bellacor's not Bellacor anymore. I guess. Ten editions of Bellacor? lore. <laughs> Bellacor. Bellacor. I hardly know her. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this demon in my house? <laughs> yeah, it's very uh, strange. And yeah, uh, I guess to get somewhat back on topic, um, trading can also be a great way to build out your collection. I know um, there's quite a few people around here who've actually been on like kind of trading, uh, trying to trade up to a full army. I've n- noticed mm-hmm. a few of them. Um, but there's plenty of people out there that have like a half-started army that they lost motivation on, or they have some models that they're just not feeling mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Like there's looking at like local buy and sells, things like Facebook Marketplace. Um, a lot of ads, people will just be looking for a trade, and like, you know, if you're not spending cash, yeah. and it's like you've got some stuff you don't want, they've got some stuff they don't want. Boom, boom, boom. Um, or even at uh, local stores, um, there's a local one here called Monster Comics, and Blood God and I would hit there every couple weeks, and they've got bins of bits. So we would just rummage through and like, oh, there's like a, a sprue of, what did we find? Like a, a knight. So I had all the guns, and we're like, oh, we could like put that like on a forge fiend or something. We we could kit bash with a lot of stuff. Or there's like Skaven, or there's, there's a lot of space marines and stuff, so... Um, yeah, like not only online, but check out your local game store. They may have like a bits thing. I know some stores have done like bits bags and you can kind of just buy it that way. So that's, that's a way you can do it there too. There was another store. I think they used to do like used Warhammer. They would like, Mm -hmm. and it was usually pretty like reasonable. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're usually not dealing with necessarily the best paint jobs. You might have to, uh. You know, either start from scratch again, do some stripping, or like a lot of cleanup. Um, mm. But if you're well, a the, hobbyist these were who straight likes on sprue. Yeah, these were spray- straight on sprues. They were completely plastic. Some were painted, but most of them were in pieces. I just mean if you're doing like trades with people. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you can't. You're not necessarily going to be picky on what you get. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're not necessarily going to feel like okay, this is something I would put on the table. But if you're, you know. If you're into that adventure, that can be a way to uh, save a ton of money. (laughs) Um, And yeah, this is uh, getting maybe a little out of just like pure GW product. There's a ton of proxy stuff out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think uh, one of the first that comes to mind is like the Gear Guts Mech Shop stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love them. Yes. Those like oil can commandos are like one of my favorite models I've ever seen. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you guys have to check out the War Mistress's uh, Instagram page. She's got tons of pictures showing off these models, and they are they're they're almost goofy looking, but in the best way possible. But like, it's you like can't... it's like 
nineties Warhammer but, goofy. Yes. Like you can't help but to smile. Like you're you're looking at like what the live action uh Super Mario Brothers movie. Like it's just like it looks puppetry, but in like a Tim Burton dark type of way. Like you could see these as um as real life. I was gonna say it's like um like Warcraft two orcs. Yeah. Like yeah. like just like <laughs> yeah. very silly, very mm-hmm. like but that's what orcs used to be. Like um mm-hmm. actually I think um Warhammer Community shared it recently, like the original Gasgol model. And he's just like this like short little thing with like a toque on. Like he's like really <laughs> silly <laughs> <a> looking. Toque? <laughs> yeah, he's got this like toque thing on and he's got like a little spear and like like orcs used to be like more like fantasy orcs like they were just mm-hmm. kind of like these like silly over the top little guys um you know obviously gaskell's a little uh a little bigger now <laughs> a little mech out um but like his original model was like the size of a space marine mm-hmm. and just kind of like very goofy yeah um but in like an endearing way so yeah that stuff is like if you're into that more like whimsical orcs you know mm-hmm. they can be very i don't know every one of those models is always just like you look at it and you're just like it fills you with joy yes yeah and especially the way uh the war mistress paints they're like even better it's like mm-hmm. you can't help but like smile yeah oh or there's also you can see some of them on a play on tabletop uh battle report as well yeah i think she brought them yeah them on um, and I think, um, like mini wargaming has done a few like kind of proxy armies with, uh, mm-hmm. other folks. And, uh, even outside of that, there's a lot of other like systems and games that will are kind of in that like 28 millimeter scale for mm-hmm. Warhammer. Um, you know, if you're a competitive player, you might have to spend a little more time getting your models approved. Um, but I mean, if you're also a kit basher, you're dealing with the same situation. And as long as everything kind of like makes sense and is consistent, mm-hmm. you know, you shouldn't yeah. end up having too much issue. Exactly. Like what you said, consistency, it's, uh, when you're building into the, the, the community, it gets to a point where you become the person that's like, oh yeah, you're the, you're that army. Like we have someone here who kit bashes like all of his armies and we all accept what he's intending because that's his his thing um he's got like a his space marine army they're all kitbash to look like uh superheroes phenomenal all of his orcs are um kitbash his whole Solnesh army is kitbash are we talking about brian and, yes okay his orc army that's all kitbash space marines is yes. gorgeous <laughs> yeah and like yeah, like it's obvious they're orcs. Mm-hmm. Like, but he's built up a reputation where you don't question it. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing is like as long as it's consistent, it makes sense, and it's understandable for your opponent. Like, you're not gonna have a ton of issues with it. Like where people, you know, have issues with like proxying and things like that is when it's like, okay, that's clearly not what the mm-hmm. GW model like even remotely is shaped like or looks like like you know somebody's gonna see that and think it's something different like mm-hmm. but a lot of these like the proxy stuff out there is like super legally distinct but similar mm-hmm. I guess like I 
creature caster, they're pretty different from the actual greater demons, but when they're used, you don't question them. They're they're beautiful, they're well done. It's obviously not something used for advantage or yeah. to break the game. They're for the love of the model. Like, yeah, like if you show up and you're like, hey, uh, my great Klima went on a diet and is <laughs> now on a 30 millimeter base um, and is a uh, stick bug and, yeah. um, and can also fly and is magic and I win the game. Like, no, like, yeah. obviously, like, that's not the point of this, but like, you know, a lot, of, especially the Kickstarter stuff, like the amount of stuff you get and obviously do your homework, be careful with it. Like, Kickstarter is not a guarantee, like, but um, some of that stuff has been, like, a ton of plastic for, like, what you're paying. Mm -hmm. And for some of those uh, pricier armies, like, I think, um, they're like, um, what is it? The the Damned was one of the recent ones. The, like, Chaos mm. um, Guard um, yeah. army. That was, like, super like affordable if you got in on it and i think like um and the models looked great so mm -hmm. there's some cool stuff out there yes just gotta find it you gotta find you gotta do your homework um <laughs> and i think that's the kind of the important thing to think about with a lot of this is just like making sure you've done your homework having yes. the knowledge to bring it back to Armin. <gasps> it's full circle it's like the snake eating its own tail. Oh my god, it is a thousand thumbs thing. Okay. Are snakes their thing? What? It, isn't it the, the the ring is Oh maybe yeah, it's that is their thing. Is that a snake? I don't know if it's a snake, but it's a, some sort of reptile. Huh. Like I, I don't think I ever it, processed what that was. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't have feet. No, no, it's a, it's a snake. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I was saw like, the stunned look. It was like, uh, uh, what? Oh. It's just like always, I'm just like, oh, that's a thousand something. And thought like, no further. It's like, no, I don't know what that is. It's just like, I don't know. It's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff in Warhammer, and sometimes you don't think about all of it, and it never really And then you like, do, and it like memory. blows your mind. <laughs> right? <laughs> And this is one of those moments. This is happening live. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So these have been some ideas. Obviously, um, you know, Warhammer is expensive. There's no way to, like, make it, like, free. Um, mm -hmm. Everything has a cost. Uh, even if you want to get into some of the, like, printed stuff. Uh, obviously, like, there's cost to that as well. Um you know, sometimes that can be cheaper if you know somebody who has, you know, or there's somebody in your community who um, has some legal uh, templates that they use. You can get some cool stuff, which I would say kind of falls into that proxy um, category. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that can also be kind of a good way to get some stuff that like maybe isn't as available or has changed. Like we were talking about, like yeah. if you like kind of that older style of Warhammer, that's maybe a little goofier, a little sillier. Um, it could be a way to get stuff like that or get something that is like a different different concept but similar vein I don't know be creative that's the whole point mm -hmm. of this thing yeah and the great thing with 10th is you don't have to buy the rules 
Like yet. You can spend that money on. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> although, although, uh, rumor has it there's a battle scribe. It's it's common <laughs> for ten. So that's another cheap way if the, you need to do some warhammering. I mean, the, the app is free still, so we're we're in the yes. clear right now. Um, but yeah. There's there's plenty of ways to like save some money and kind of make it a little bit easier on yourself. Even just borrowing an army, like mm -hmm. to try it out, like get a feel for it in the before you get too deep. Yeah, and like uh, our store here, the deck box, they do a great thing where they supply army um, store armies for people to try out. So that's another like cheap way maybe maybe your local store does that as well i think a lot of the like the games workshop stores or warhammer stores i think is what they're called in other parts of the world mm -hmm. um do that as well and like it's a way to like get a feel or even just like borrow a few models like if you're not quite sure mm -hmm. like try it before you buy it set up a game and like uh i did that with abaddon i um i didn't buy abaddon at first and i was like ah, i can build an army without abaddon and you could not in ninth edition um <laughs> so and i was like well i still want to play a couple games i went in and i um was like hey can i borrow the model and got a feel for it I was like you know what no this is i, I gotta do it <laughs> uh, so I, I walked out that day with an abaddon kit um, it worked <laughs> it did work but that can also be a way to like try out a list or try you know mm -hmm. if you're looking at like okay what do i need well playing it out first is going to give you a much better idea than just like sitting on an app and being like hmm, that sounds good for sure yeah it's like how things interact is this important so mm -hmm. the important thing is that you know you use your money wisely because mm -hmm. warhammer never ends and then you just keep getting more and more armies and then all of a sudden there's just more to get there's new models could you, do you think you could complete, like have a complete collection of Warhammer, all the books, all the models, or is that an impossible feat? <laughs> I don't want to describe the face I just made. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sure you could. It's like technically possible, but everything, it's what, Rogue Trader is 36 years old at this point? Mm-hmm. Like, all that stuff is, like... Like, I realize it doesn't, like, evaporate. No. But, like, it'd be hard to have, like, a complete Warhammer collection. I don't know. That'd be frightening. <laughs> yeah. I, like, there's a part of me that's like, oh, that'd be really cool. And it's like, but, but would you want to meet the person who did that? They'd be, they'd be scary. They'd be, like, I'd be frightened of their power. <laughs> That'd be and so they're just much constantly, money. Yeah. And constantly just like a factory. Oh, this well, is new. Like, I get it. This is new. I gotta get it. You'd have to have had other people paint it. Like it'd all be commissioned. Like it'd be, uh, you know what? It'd be impressive. Some, it would be impressive. That's what, but in a scary <laughs> way, it's like one of the, it's like, you know, when someone is like too powerful, you're like, I don't <laughs> understand you. I got the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess it's, it's theoretically possible. I just don't know if it has happened. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's some guy in like Britain who's just like, I've never not bought something. <laughs> but 
But then even like, what what do you define as <laughs> if, everything? If you're like, out there, if you're out there, guy, and you're listening to this, hit us up. We'd like to have a chat. Yes, I want to know. Like I said, I was scared, but I'm 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 ready to be I'm ready to be afraid. Um, but I guess what would you even do? Is it three of everything? Oh no! Right? I was just say mm-hmm. like no. He just has to have everything. Doesn't have to be just, three. He's not making an army. Oh, I, mean, I don't know what is. What does everything mean? The one exactly. of everything. Mm-hmm. What one? are the stamps? Does he have to have the Warhammer stamps? The stamps? Uh, in Britain, <laughs> there was Warhammer stamps this year. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, oh, are we talking is... about merch as well? Like the candles, this the, is... the, the, well, the I cushions? I think we are, if we're talking everything. Oh. Is your collection complete? Yeah, you're not, you're not a completionist until... Yeah, see, no, that's too much. That's that's a game I can't play. <laughs> that'd be millions of dollars of stuff. I'm sure a lot of people have millions of dollars of stuff. <laughs> yeah, but like Warhammer, like it would be so There's much. Pro- like, imagine a like a black market underground Warhammer trading. I'm just trying to think. Like even if you think of like um, like some of the big content creators, like they have, you know huge numbers of models and it wouldn't even be like it wouldn't even scratch the surface of what's currently available mm-hmm. like i think of like um like tabletop tactics has like them all in the background and it's like i they don't even have most of the armies no because they're kind of like just they're not that depth like they're, they're not that in depth and like exactly they're not full armies yeah they're just scattered models but that's like an organization that that's what they do and they yeah. don't have most models like it'd be but maybe they have I'm... like like um aisles like mini wargaming has aisles but i'm pretty sure in those aisles is not every single model they could like it's <laughs> like you're talking about having like you know squats from 1989 like what do we <laughs> like it, like yes. you're going deep you're having the uh what the swan is that the the frog guys yeah like you get yeah. real like, does Necromunda count? It all counts, Laura. See? There's too much. There's too much <laughs> There's, stuff. like, Underworld, and then there's Warcry, and Blood Bowl, and... I actually, you know what? Talking about weird things to have, I actually have a uh, weird old games workshop game from the 80s. It's called Like Talisman. a board game? Yeah. Oh. I've never played it. Huh. I'm pretty sure the miniatures are made out of lead. So <laughs> I've Don't never really done anything. Don't open the box, Laura. Do you have any uh, Warhammer board games? I bought um, in my hiatus. I tried to get into um, trying to like keep some connection. I bought the was it Conquest, the like deck building oh, okay. game. Yeah, yeah. And did never figured it out. And mm. at the time, my wife was like, "I don't care about Warhammer, so I don't want to figure this out with you." Yeah. And it was like Space Marine versus Orcs, and I was like, "I don't." I'm not feeling any of this. Yeah. Well, I got in, got into it, but then like you could go to the boardroom cafe and play it, but then they canceled it like completely. Mm. And then we have uh Warhammer Munchkin. We have Relic. Ooh, that'd be fun. Ooh, Munchkin? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And then we have mm. Space Hulk. Anything? I was looking at um what's it called? Now I'm going to completely forget. Um, 
I think it was a Humble Bundle recently, was like the RPG, the 40k RPG. Mm, I'm trying Path to think what it's Glory? called. I think that was one. Of, I think that was part of it. It was like all the books. Oh, okay. I'd want to try that at some point. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like the 40k RPG, whatever it's called. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, there's a ton of stuff out there. Like it's crazy. <laughs> How just how much I, like I, yeah. we've been talking like books. That's that's what I mean. Like, yeah. So we'll be waiting little, for like, this. Um, we'll be waiting for this mysteries, mis- mysteria, mysterious person's contact. Like I have uh, one of the novellas from the Heresy. Mm. Um, what is it? Brotherhood of the Storm. Okay. I got that like ten years ago. It was one hundred twenty bucks just for that novella. Oh. Yeah. Like is it'd be it, we're talking big, big money. Anyways, if you guys want to calculate that, you guys can also do that too, just for fun. If you and let <laughs> us know, and I will, I will rant about it on whatever episode we get it for. Here's a here's a uh, another sidebar, and then we'll 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 close off. But uh, I was in a Heroes Brush Hour chat one time, and we're talking about non oil, and then we're talking about hot tubs and then we're talking about if we filled a hot tub full of non-oil and then the question was asked to calculate how much it would cost to fill a hot oh, tub and more than a million dollars actually speaking of uh, Heroes Brush Hour for any of you that don't follow Nurgle Snurgle um, mm-hmm. what's the thorax? I, I didn't watch oh I don't get it oh my god <laughs> okay so how did it come up? It was during like when we're when you're doing this show and you're in a painting competition, time will fly like crazy. But you're also kind of playing with the chat, and there was a mention of a thorax, and then it just I think I said something about like we just talked about thoraxes, and then then we started talking about pickup lines with a thorax, and like how would you use thorax in a pickup line, and it just went crazy from there. <laughs> So it's like, oh, you got a big thorax there. I see. <laughs> I know. I guess you in the picture, you're probably like, what is this thorax? <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, what? This model does not have a thorax. I do not know what's going on. <laughs> That's why you gotta watch Heroes Brush Hour to know the I inside par- jokes. I, I go to bed so early now. I. I have a nine-month-old. I, I fall sleepy so fast. Yeah, I know. Um, but I, I did want to publicly thank you because you said you were giving me that uh, yes. that noisy boy. Yeah. And I'm going to make a, a public commitment. I am going to paint my first Nurgle models. I am so proud. <laughs> I'm going to paint you some Nurglings. Some? I get some? Yeah. I guess nerglings should never come alone. <laughs> I don't want to keep a kid. I don't want to keep any nerglings. That's <laughs> icky. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey! Don't have to insult them. <laughs> I, I will. I will insult nerglings. So we're gonna do a model swap. <laughs> Ooh. Actually, actually, and you know what? This brings up a point. Talking about like uh, connecting with the chat. One idea that we've thrown around, and I'd love to get some feedback from from those of you listening. We've talked about uh, maybe doing like a pre-show live mm-hmm. on like Twitch or something, stream it um, for folks to interact uh, before we record. Um, 
we'd keep yeah. like the podcast itself um like recorded uh offline but um yeah we we've been talking about ways to maybe interact a little bit more and interact better so uh let us yeah. know you can give us like ask us questions yeah exactly yeah and like maybe you know ask some questions for the podcast or mm-hmm. throw out some topics maybe you can get we'll... like a you can get like a hint of what the topic's gonna be Ooh, a little little sneak preview yeah so uh yeah let it leave us a comment or i'll uh if you're on spotify i'll make sure the question for this episode is uh whether or not you would like us to, to do that and if you're if you folks are interested then maybe we'll we'll figure that out mm-hmm. so you set and... up a poll for for the last episode uh, it was a couple ago actually so it's from our first one. impressions of 10th yeah so it was the doom of others is what that episode's called <laughs> so uh we did have some responses and the majority of folks were actually very positive so i was really happy to see that mm-hmm. uh, we didn't have any negative responses there was uh there was some that were uh neutral that they were kind of still feeling out 10th um but people were feeling good uh there wasn't the the highest so there was like a feeling fantastic. Um, so people are, but people are feeling good. They're having good games. And I think that's mm-hmm. really nice to hear. Yeah. And I think that's what like, you know, we talked about this uh, in our kind of bonus episode, like that there's um, there our thoughts from the GT, which is um, a little spicy if you want something a little different. Um, <laughs> but if you get outside of kind of the maybe more rough factions to play i think there's a lot of great interactions happening and it's really nice to see that other people are seeing that too that there's a lot of life in the game and there's a lot of things to love this edition Mm -hmm. for sure i think i i i I can't speak for you as well but i think you caught it when we played our charity stream yes it wasn't like your typical game magnus came down two screamer killers came down but just like the the core mechanics it was a lot of fun there were some good interactions and just rolling the dice and flipping to see the the mission cards and mm. uh, interacting that way the the armies definitely feel different so that's a different nuance to it as well but the core of it it's fun because we approach it with fun as well and i think uh if you haven't checked that out you can find that on uh the rest reach tabletop gaming on youtube Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a ton of fun. Like, I think yeah. like, uh, we were in a hot brought... box, but <laughs> well, and, uh, you know what? I think some of the heat might've been from that barn burner of a list you brought. Uh, I've never <laughs> seen so many blood crushers. Um, but we still had a ton of fun. Like, I think like we brought very different types of lists and we still had a great game, which is mm-hmm. like, I think a really good sign that there is a lot of good things happening in 10th. Um, like you brought like you brought a very killy list i brought a very like objective list mm-hmm. and like we were still able to have a good game and it was close like still, it was like yeah a ton of fun on both it went to turn five like you know and it, it swung in like turn four like and we were neck and neck up till that point like that those are like the best games you can hope for and i feel like i have had so many more of them in 10th and mm. that's what i'm really excited about for sure Yes. Like I have not had nearly as many just like 90 25 games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a lot of like 80 70 or like 60 you know 53 like it's like they're within like 10 15 points. Yeah. Which is like honestly like 
I if you don't know who's gonna win on turn the beginning of turn four, like that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Love it. So, any other thoughts on uh, I don't know the fifteen topics we talked about today? <laughs> <laughs> sidebar 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 uh do you have another sidebar no <laughs> i think i've shared a lot and uh it's just talking about like the the finances of warhammer can just go on and on and on um but like we've touched on just be responsible and you will love your hobby more if you do yeah, the last thing you want to we talk uh, we talked a little bit about like bringing opponents into the game mm-hmm. and like bringing like finances or money worries in. Like you never want to be sitting there like playing an army and be like, oh, I really shouldn't have bought these models. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you don't you don't want those negative feelings. Don't bring that in. Just like you know, feel good about it from start to finish. Yes, I think that's a great way to end it. Well, with that, thank you all for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to Chaos Divided, both here and on Instagram and YouTube at Chaos Divided 40K, where hopefully you'll be able to find a new short about um, a great unclean one on somebody's <laughs> head. <laughs> and you can find us both on I do social not have media. A flat head. <laughs> uh, you can, uh, what is it, Nurgle underscore flathead underscore Nurgle now? Yes. That... <laughs> and I am. The at blushing noise marine. Until next week. Bye bye. Ciao for now.